Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to level 127 of Laugh It Up Fuzzball. Hey, hi, howdy, hello. Hey, <laughs> like, Wookie, it's the weekend. You were doing so good. You got episodes up early. Well, grad school starts next week. And uh, as I as I thought this week about, about recording an episode and, like, found excuses not to do it, even though I had time to, and I was, like, sick for, like, six days man man i watched a lot of shows and i read a lot of comics which is good because that's all content for for this episode and future episodes but uh yeah i was like i found i found reasons not to and then i thought to myself like self you know you're probably going to get episodes up on the weekend and you should probably get people back used to like here's here's the friday saturday sunday like episode and the next week it'll be up friday saturday sunday and i was like yeah, I probably should should do that because if I if I keep going with the the Wednesdays or whatever while well, I can, and then all of a sudden like it goes like a week and a half, like just just rip off the bandaid, get it get it early. So sorry, a little bit of wait, but I, I, Wookie was sick. Wookie was really really sick, like totally like six days no work, which is uh, I mean I don't, I'm not opposed to like days off work, but uh, yeah, I was I just I caught some sort of flu. It was really bad. And also on Wednesday my voice was still sorta sorta not up to par. I'm not sure it's like one hundred percent now, but it's here. And I mean you have your opinion of what it sounds like as you're listening to me. But let's just get started. You know, it's gonna be a solo episode, so some of the regular segments, you know. Oh, I, I should probably do it. Danny said he missed it, you know, as a great intro. My name is Joe the Wookie Riot, and I'm not the fastest man alive, but some claim I have a fast mouth. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary geek podcaster, grad school student in fuzzball, but secretly, with the help of my friends at Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, I talk geek and engage other fanboys like me. I hunt down subjects I find interesting, but in doing so, I opened up a hobby that takes more time than I sometimes have, and I'm the only one crazy enough to do it. I am... The Slosh. So welcome to another episode of The Slosh with me, Joe, the Wookiee Riot. But we're going to get right into the segments. You know, I always, well, I don't always, but I, I sometimes start with like some fuzzy thoughts. And just uh, other than being sick and that's that sucking, it's sort of cool. Quit smoking. I quit dip. Both really, really bad habits that are good for you. Not doing it pure. I actually have a little vape that I use just to help me along. But yeah, pretty proud. Like since like the 27th of December, no cigarettes. And uh, for like a week and a half now, no dip. None of those, none of those particular products are anywhere near me. I uh, I do have lighters still because I was gonna throw them away, but then I was like, man, maybe you should like keep a lighter. Sorry, my phone dings. It's actually my iPad ding, and I guess somebody texted me. But we'll check it after I do the recording. It's probably Danny. I'm actually like talking to him about uh, Punisher because <laughs> we're watching it. I'm not gonna talk about that on this episode. That'll be something in the future. We'll do non-spoiler thoughts there. But uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, that's cool. I think I think it's cool, and I actually feel healthier. I feel healthier, and I've said it on the podcast. Even if I'm like when I was smoking, I'm like kids don't smoke and don't. And if uh, if the old man Wookie 
old man Wookie, like old man Logan. Ooh, there's a there's a podcast idea. That'll be me when I get older. It'll stop being laughing at fuzzball. I'll be old man Wookie, like here in the Badlands. But <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm I'm happy to be healthy. I'm happy. 2019 so far has been pretty good, but every year's good. It's as good as you make it. It's really uh, up to you. It's your your how you how you face the world and how you uh, choose every attitude. Yes, things sometimes suck in the world, for sure. But uh, yeah, it's it's all up to you. But uh, oh, I'm excited! I went to my my comic shop, picked up uh, like two or three weeks worth of comics from my pull list. Actually, picked up a couple extra comics that I didn't plan on, but I had I had the money for it. But uh, I actually so Batman Damned came out, and if you remember me talking about it, there was the whole Batwing controversy, and uh, everybody really upset that uh, not. I think Azarello is the writer. It's uh, oh, I can't I can't think of the name of uh, Bermejo is the artist i'm not sure i I should look it up but um yeah the batman damned had the batwing you know in shadow like you actually see the penis of batman for the first time ever instead of just a bat bulge it's just actually there like this uh the the head and the shaft and the balls like the whole twig and berries but uh you know i saw they had a batman damned issue two at my comic shop and i was like "Ah, i didn't get the first one and haven't seen any reprints of it so i'm not interested in uh Liz, the uh, the awesome one of the awesome people in my comic shop was like, "Well, do you want me to see if I can find you a copy of issue one?" And there's my phone dinging again. Sorry about that, but uh, I was like, "Well, yeah, if you can find a find a copy, great. Like, put that put number two up there on hold in my poll, and if you find it, friends, they found me a, a copy of uh, number one of book one of Batman Damned. And not only did they find me a copy, they found me one of the original printings because reprintings of it are going to have the wing shaded out. And uh, I got it and I was like, cool. And then last night I was just like, I'm going to open it. I looked at, yeah, the battle wing, the bat pole and all its majesty. And I'm, I don't know. I'm sort of like, I don't even know if it's going to be worth something. I don't know if like all these like boxes upon boxes of comics here in the, the Wookiee cave until I think of a better name for the toddler cave. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I have a copy of it. Of course, I've already opened it to look at the Batwing, so I've probably completely depreciated the uh, how much the book of the penis is worth. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really excited. Got a copy of Batman Damned. And, of course, my friends will be welcome to page to it. But treat, treat it gingerly. You have to be very... Uh, you have to treat Batman's genitalia with the, with the respect due of it, I guess. <laughs> No, that's so silly and so dumb. I'm going to be damned for sure for for starting off uh, this episode talking about it that way. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just excited that I got a copy of it. What else? You know, uh, oh, it's really just like silly things. You know, I, I think we're in a real material culture and I am just as guilty as everybody else for that. But um, I, I found a really cool Avengers shirt for my youngest son. And uh, it sort of matches a shirt that I got from Target as well of, uh, of uh, it's Lee Bermejo, by the way. I was sort of looking it up and I was vamping as the artist. So he is the artist of the bat pole. Anywho, but I found this really cool Avengers shirt and gave it to my, my kiddo last night. And he was really excited and I was wearing my Avengers shirt just so he knew, like, this is so we can match. And he was like, yeah, but even I went up. Uh, we talked about here on the podcast that for the Galaxy Adventure shorts that they did on YouTube, the little little short shorts they did for Star Wars, so like hook the youngins on everything. They uh, they did figures, and I actually saw them at Target when I was going through, and they're like it's like ten bucks, but they had a Chewbacca figure, so of course I picked one up for myself. I was like I'm a I'm a grown man. In fact, uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll put the picture. I got Superman ice cream. I got the uh, Kryptonite Crunch or whatever it is, and then uh, I got I got the the Wookiee figure and. Uh, 
I, uh, you know, th- this is adulting. <laughs> maybe that's the, maybe that's the episode of the name of the, the title. This is adulting. I don't know, but I, I got this figure, but then I was looking at it and I was like, it comes with a little mini comic. And I was like, you know, I, uh, I, I think I actually want to, I want to see a child enjoy this action figure. So when I gave, gave my boy his, uh, his shirt, I gave him the Chewbacca figure and they come in like, it's uh it's almost like a cylinder, like a little, like not, I mean, it's a little three and a half inch figure or whatever, but uh cylinder, 3.75, three and three quarters, something like that. But uh, this little cylinder, it's a little taller and like inside it has like the plastic that holds the figure and then comes with the mini comic. And, uh, Man, the little the little future hockey player, so excited by this figure. Yeah, Chewbacca. He knows how much I like Chewbacca, so I'm sure that means something. And then uh, pulled it out, and it's cute, like his arms move. He doesn't have a lot of articulation, but uh, has a little hand for the bowcaster. Of course, Heather was smart, put the bowcaster back in the thing. We don't need to mess with the four year old like with the bowcaster yet. We'll, we'll bring it out. We'll play with it. And then, uh, but what was even better is like right away. Oh, comic book yes start him off early and he doesn't have to worry about buying comics because trust me dad's got lots of them for you but uh some appropriate some when you're older but i'd uh, like the bat pole when you're older <laughs> those will be later teenage years but um and i liked the comic and was like mama read it to me and it was super cute i got to like stand there and enjoy heather reading this uh this comic and it literally is from uh the millennium falcon arriving upon the coordinates of Alderaan in episode four and and it's not there and that's no moon to uh the rescue of princess leia to the to the garbage garbage shoe and the trash compactor and uh and and heather she wasn't doing voices per se but she was changing tones for different characters and i got to hear some really iconic star wars lines out of her Uh, she even did sound effects when it was like crunch or beep boop boop she did those she did her her version of uh, the chewbacca noises which i think is the sexiest thing in the world although i wasn't having sexy feelings while she was talking to my son but i was like yeah that's my lady and uh yeah it was just super cute it was nice like i think uh there is value like if you have like comics like the star wars adventures are are for the younger younger generation like reading a comic and i think kids really pick up on that because there's all the bright pictures and everything it's just uh, a format you know there for like the visual and you you satisfy all like the different types of learning right visual and uh and auditory and i guess then you just play with them so they can do the actual like you know tactile like doing stuff you pretend pretend you're rescuing princess leia or stuck in the trash compactor there you just play hockey like the kid puts on his goalie pads and you get to shoot on him it was cool i shot on shot an old guy and uh he taught me how to do top shelf and i did a couple top shelf goals on him right over he's i mean he's four he's not very tall but he's like oh and he scored and i was like boy you know who taught me how to do top shelf and he was like me and i was like that's right you made me a better hockey player that's why i score on you and it was nice lesson but uh yeah it's just it's just good uh good to be a geek and good to share it with the ones you love uh, there's some i got a couple pops i don't necessarily have a pop problem although there are more in my closet over the last year uh but i found a porg uh pop and i know that came out a while but i found it and it wasn't expensive so i picked it up i really really like that and then i found a really cute pop for uh, my daughter for her birthday that's coming up and it's, it's something that she loved when she was little little so little in fact that like it's one of those things you have to remind her that she loved it. i actually have a have a the same thing like an image of it tattooed on my leg because it just makes me think of her and i found it i was really excited and then i've got a couple other things and a really cute card that i'm going to be sending sending up to my lovely daughter for her birthday 
but yeah, I think the whole point of the the fuzzy thoughts is just uh, enjoy being a geek, enjoy life, and enjoy it with the people you love. So yeah, there you go, there you go. So from from bat pole to a heartwarming message about love, but not about love of the bat pole. We're gonna move on to the next segment. Segment, segment. Yeah, I guess my voice isn't completely back, or I'm just slurring, even though there's no reason for that. Let the Wookiee win. We're going to talk some Star Wars. Uh, in the episode nine, news and rumors department, uh, John Boyega has actually uh, confirmed quite a stuff in, a, in an interview. People are saying that he confirmed a time jump for that. He also, uh, on his Instagram, if you go, there is a picture of his hands, like dirty slash bloody. And uh, people are saying that that that's that says certain things about scenes. I won't say what I think it means at this point, but uh, you can definitely follow John Boyega on Instagram if you want and look and see what he said and see what you think. Uh, but yeah, confirmed a time jump. Says it's gonna happen uh, one year after uh, the Last Jedi, and he actually even in the same interview compared uh, the Resistance to guerrilla fighters in Cuba. You can take that for what it means. I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't mean this from a historical aspect. A lot of times when people say stuff like that, I get real like nerdy and historical and probably overanalyze it. I'm not going to do that here on the podcast. So I just thought that was interesting. There also was uh, Todd Fisher, the brother of the late Carrie Fisher, did talk about his sister's portrayal in episode nine on Good Morning America. I'll just uh, say his quote. Uh, he said, there's a lot of minutes of footage. I don't mean just outtakes. This is unused new content that could be woven into the storyline. That's what's going to give everybody such a great kick. It's going to look like it was meant to be, like it was shot yesterday. And uh, I think that's really cool. Of course, you know, Todd Fisher, Disney does not want him to say anything negative. But this is the same Todd Fisher that actually said they were going to be using, not not doing a CGI portrayal of her, but using unused footage. And then Disney was like, no, 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 that's not what's going to happen. And then they let the dust settle and time went by. And then all of a sudden, that's what's happening. <laughs> and Todd Fisher was like, yeah, okay, maybe he spoke out of turn, spoke early. But uh, Billy Lord has also been somewhere, basically just calling the entire way they're using Carrie Fisher in episode nine, uh, describing it as magical. And both of them, they don't have to say anything. But I can tell you one thing. If they hated it, I don't I don't think either one of them is coming out on any sort of news source and saying anything about it. It's just going to be like, oh, yeah, they're, they're doing their part to you know honor. But they're not going to be like using magical and all this stuff. And yes, they're they're sort of connected to it much more. I can say, you know. When it's someone you love, one of your loved ones has passed on, like things that concern them just have a different feel, as they should. But uh, this gives me so much hope for whatever J.J. Uh, Abrams is doing with this unused footage from uh, The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens for Carrie Fisher. And it sounds like there's a lot more than maybe we thought there was. And that's that's interesting and exciting. Uh, other other news slash rumors, Hannah Traharn, who's one of the model makers for the episode nine crew, uh, she actually posted a jacket that she got as a gift and then a letter from J.J. Uh, Abrams, Kathleen Kennedy and others. And uh, basically people were like, well, she's posting a, a, a rap jacket and a rap letter thanking her for her work. And she's a model maker. It doesn't mean that like filming is done, but it sparked a lot of people to start thinking that episode nine is done filming. And that coupled with uh, some people saying that Disney already has a full episode nine trailer that's done. It's ready to show when they decide they want to show it. And we don't know. They could literally could be while I'm talking right now here on Saturday, the 19th of January. Or it, it could mean that um, that uh, it's Star Wars Celebration in April in, in, in the Chai in Chicago. Uh, we'll see. When they decide they want to do it, Disney has an entire like marketing team that is balancing all these movies that they have because they've got lots. I mean, there's three live action remakes of their classics, and then of course episode nine at the end of the year, Avengers Endgame. 
uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, even though that's a Sony venture that, that does connect to the, the MCU. You know, the MCU, there's Captain Marvel and uh, and more, I am sure, that I'm not talking about. So they've got all that, and there's people that get paid a lot of money to, to do genius things with it and go for them. Hope they hope they do well. I'm in the bag for most of these movies anyways, going to see it. So episode 9 trailer when it's ready. When it's ready, when you think it's timely, and you'll you'll probably be right. There's also rumors about Darth Vader maybe being in Episode Nine. This is based off of someone saying, uh, if you look at the Force Awakens concept art, it'll it'll say what characters are coming, and people will conjecture in that it's Darth Vader. Some are saying maybe he'll come back as a Force ghost. Would that be Anakin? Would it be Darth? I would think it would be Anakin because that's actual person. Darth Vader. Well, that is the name he went by when he was in the mechanical construct and the dark, foreboding, you know, robotic cyborg style figure. Uh, that's that's more like you know what I mean like they don't show up with their <laughs> it's not all of a sudden like force ghost Luke shows up and he's like look at my robot hand even it's a force ghost like why do, I don't know why I did that voice that's not what it would sound like but uh, you know what I mean so maybe it's Hayden Christensen coming back I really think the important thing to remember if you start hearing people saying Darth Vader is going to be in episode 9 you'd be like bro no confirmation this is just speculation is one of my favorite star wars podcasts of course besides mine my favorite star wars podcast is mine but uh, if you've ever listened to force center with ken napsnock ken, ken napsock and joseph scrimshaw and jennifer landa they always say speculate responsibly and that always makes me think of like beer commercials where they like drink responsibly but yeah if you're going to speculate it's, that's not not unwise words but credit to force center because it is their thing speculate responsibly maybe we'll see we'll see i'm I'm actually more interested i think uh i think i could do a danny the deuce philosophy on this although i won't i'll still watch any of the trailers read the news because I, I do it here for the podcast and also i sort of enjoy it like i don't do anything here on the podcast because i hate it because that, that would just be pointless <laughs> but um yeah you know uh it, it would be fun just to go in not knowing anything other than knowing like this is going to be a continuation of of these characters that i enjoy I'm uh, moving on to the Mandalorian. There was actually, uh, I think, was this Bob Iger that was talking about it? I'm not quite sure, but somebody described it as a limited series on Disney's Plus service on their streaming service that's going to be coming towards the end of 2019 this year. And uh, limited series is interesting as as a description. You know, that could mean that it's it's just one season. You know, sort of like uh, they're doing the the Loki limited series and the Scarlet Witch limited series. And uh, I've heard of maybe a Lady Sif limited series, and then also the Falcon, uh, Falcon Bucky, you know, Winter Soldier limited series. Meaning they're just like you know they do six, eight episodes, and then that's it. It's like you get your big long movie, but it's on on television, you know, on the small screen, but you still get all that cinematic goodness that 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 fits into the the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And cool, that'd be that'd be righteous. I'm down with that. I'm, I'm picking up what they're putting down. Why not? Uh, so a limited series, maybe The Mandalorian is just one season. Or maybe they have it in such a way where it can be one season. But if it does really, really well, then they could do a second season, a second limited series, if they will. Or maybe take one of the characters and spark and continue off there. Who knows? I'm really excited for John Favreau's show that's coming out this year on the Disney Plus service. And it is the reason I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay the money for it. It just is. They have they've done enough to get me hooked. It's things that I really really enjoy. Whereas I have not gotten uh, DC Universe, and uh, still I think about it every once in a while, and most of the time just say no, not gonna do it. 
yeah, I'm in. Uh, there also was uh, a guy named Jason from Making Star Wars, which is a big Star Wars side. A lot of people, he actually uh, claimed to have seen a new droid on the set. I actually feel like I'm not going to spoil what this droid looks like, but it was when I saw the picture, I was like, whoa. Yeah, them some choices. And uh, this, of course, comes coupled with the IG-88, which he apparently also saw on set. We already knew that from John Favreau's Instagram. If you ever want to know true Star Wars information, uh, follow follow all of the people who do the things, especially the directors and some of the principal actors. And there's a chance that they're going to give you information. Like, if you want to know things about Spider-Man, follow Tom Holland on every one of his interviews and uh, and tweets and, and Instagram posts. Um, there's news to Star Wars Rogue One prequel, of course, is the Catch and Andor series. Uh, apparently, it's going to start filming this fall. So they're already filming the Mandalorian stuff, but uh, filming this fall. So that means 2020, we'll get uh, Star Wars Rogue One. And maybe they'll be smart. They'll do that. Like, you know, you'll get the Mandalorian season one. And then the next year, you're going to get, you know, the Catch and Andor series. And then maybe the following year, you get more Mandalorian. Or maybe you even get something else. Um, there are reports also saying that Lucasfilm has no plans whatsoever to develop Star Wars movies that are specifically for Disney Plus. Like, they don't want to, no made for TV movies, I suppose, although we're far away from the days of. I'm not talking bad about the Ewok movies, but I'm just saying the Ewok movies as an example because I love the Murder Bear movies. Um, but, you know, like, when they just made movies, like, uh, I, if you think in, like, the Michael Eisner days of Disney, how there was, like, Aladdin 2 and Aladdin 3 and uh, a Cinderella prequel, or I don't know what it was, or Little Mermaid 2, although that was sort of cute with Ariel's daughter. Uh, but you know, that's what I mean. Like those made for TV. And yes, I realize live action versus animation are different things. I get it. Sure. Just examples. But uh, yeah, so there you go. Everyone's like, an Obi-Wan movie on Disney+. Plus. I'm one of the people that said that at some point. But I guess that's, that's not the way it's going to happen. So fine, Obi-Wan movie on the big screen. <laughs> that's how I feel. And what else? If you didn't see it up on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, I posted, you remember that Furby, that thing? The the with weird blinking beaky maybe an owl maybe a chicken creature, really sort of like it was the toy like everybody needed to get it for Christmas and it was hard to get and people fought in the aisles. Forget tickle me elbow, you wanted a Furby. Well, uh, Disney licensed some of their stuff or at least Star Wars at some point. I don't know what time it came out, but there was there was a Furby that was the Furbaka and it literally was a Furby. That was also Chewbacca, the Furbaka. And I remember seeing it and be like, that's cool. Because I love everything Chewbacca. Like, I want to own it all. But I don't own it all. Think, well, I don't have enough room. Maybe someday when I'm a man, millionaire in my Star Wars covered mansion, I will have a shelf of Furbaka's. Yeah, probably not. Maybe one. I don't know. I saw it. But, I mean, it's expensive. So, I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm more interested in that uh, Chewbacca blazer that my buddy Kyle threw up on Laughing Up Fuzzballs. I was like, oh, yes. I would look nice in a brown blazer. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, the Furbaca. I just think, like, back in the days of the Furby, man, I was still a teenager, I guess. So long ago. Let me, let me take my cane over to them memories. But, uh yeah, my sister had one, and I remember the Furby, apparently, if you said something over and over and over and over, you get the point, to the Furby, you could teach it to say it, like it had some sort of like recognition and like recording, and I really, really wanted to get my sister's Furby to say curse words. Um, I, I cannot claim to have been successful, but I attempted. I sure made a, a, made a good effort, and I like to think somewhere that a Furby is sitting in a dump because I'm sure nobody owns it anymore. It's just sitting in a dump and there's a, a seagull 
that's like trying to get this piece of bread and lands on this mountain. All of a sudden, that Furby's like, fuck. <laughs> and that brings me joy. And we're, we're circling back around to enjoying the things that bring you joy. But uh, what else in Star Wars news? Oh, apparently uh, there is news, the level of interaction that's going to be at Galaxy's Edge, which is the official name of Star Wars Lands. Uh, apparently, you know, they're going to, it's going to be crazy. Like as you go on an attraction and experience it, when you're done on the attraction, whether you win, whether you lose, I don't know if you can crash. I don't know if you can die. I probably not die because again, the experience will be over, right? That's the whole point of dying. The experience is over and then your experience carries on, but you're the only person that knows how it goes. Tell me about it. You can't, you're dead. But, uh, yeah, the the experience will continue throughout you being in Galaxy's Edge. Like they they plan for it to be that immersive that uh that bounty hunters will be like, "You, you were the worst pilot I've ever encountered." And that's my that's my trial voice for my my bounty hunter scoundrel who wants to be there. I think I, it'd be great great for uh, me to be one of the talent. No, no, figure out. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, but yeah, like apparently an, an experience so experiential that there's going to be an option to opt out for guests. Like if you just don't want to deal with everybody, be like, you suck. You're the worst Star Wars at ever. Star Wars. You are the worst. You can be like, no, you hurt my feelings. I'm opting out on the Disney app. I'm hitting the button. And nope, nope. No, I don't want to hear your heckling. <laughs> yeah, that's how I, all the Disneyland guests sound. That's certifiable. But uh, yeah, so wow, I'm oh, going to be crazy. I would think like that level of like experience would be something that Disney would charge for rather than opting out. And maybe that's what they mean by opting out. They're like, for $20 more, you can have everybody heckle you. And you're like, no, thanks. That is opting out, you know, saying I don't want to get the extra thing. Like, I, I hear there's a time show. I don't want to pay for it. So I opted out, I guess. Although, like, uh, opt out to me means it's something that's intrinsic, already there, uh, and you have to say no to versus something, you know, saying no to something extra. I don't know. Anyways, uh, speaking of Galaxy's Edge, you know, they're going to have, for the first time ever at Disneyland, many, many nerds really, really excited or upset about alcohol against Walt's wishes finally, finally being uh, in, in Disneyland, even though it's going to be on the 14 acres, which are sort of separated, not really part of the whole whole uh, Magic Kingdom thing. Anywho, they're going to have drinks, uh, you know, blue milk, is it going to be alcoholic? What is it going to be? There's going to be all sorts of things, and there's also going to be a... Not a beer, an ale, some sort of a fermented beverage for people. And you can actually uh, try it out if you're from Florida. Hey, shout out to all my Florida listeners. How's that rain every day at 3 p.m.? How's Walt Disney World? Go s- my dad lives in Kissimmee, and that's how he told me to say it, although some people say it's Kissimmee. Anywho, uh, you can get uh, a, a taste of of the of the ale early you know disney drinks are served at a brewery it's in the winwood arts district in miami florida uh, it's a concrete beach brewery they do other of disney's like special ales uh which i'm not really sure which ones are their special ales but basically they've added a drink to their menu called galaxy's edge ale uh, there was an article in the Walt Disney World News today that basically tasted and reviewed the ale. I'll quote them. Like, quote, the flavor notes listed on the menu describe this ale as tart, citrus, crisp, and that couldn't be closer to the truth. It's juicy, refreshing, and deceptively easy to drink. So, you know, when I think Star Wars fermented brever- beverages, I think of tart, citrus, crisp, juicy, 
refreshing and deceptive. So there you go. Uh, if you live anywhere near Miami, if you've ever heard of the Concrete Beach Brewery, check it out. Um, other Star Wars news. I, I was reading an article uh, actually about Justin Thoreau saying that his uh, master codebreaker that was in The Last Jedi, if you don't know, he was the one with the red flower lapel playing dice with the two beautiful alien ladies next to her. Apparently was a person that Maz Kanata had told Finn and Rose to find at Canto Bite. Although uh, they they see it, but then they they don't. I don't want to spoil the movie, but uh, like, that's spoiling enough. But apparently his role was much much bigger when uh, when he was first offered it. But then as the script was refined because it was a cameo, and by the time he actually like showed up and did uh, did the the part for Ryan Johnson, it was it was what it was. But uh, I think that's interesting, you know, and just like the what if, like, you know, like I like in the comics, the what if comics. Uh, wow. At some point, like there was actually more. And uh, I'm sure it probably had some to do with like uh, availability and shipping. And then, you know, how, how, how Johnson wanted the, the script to go and where he wanted. He wanted DJ instead. And that's fine. You know, it's a misdirect. And uh, yeah, cool. There you go. Uh, so you can think, what if, what if Justin Thoreau was going to have a bigger part? And then, uh, yeah, you can think about it and talk about it, and that's fine. Uh, we got Star Wars Resistance, uh, which is back. It has episodes, new episodes coming out again. Its little break is over. It's been renewed for a second season. First season's not already over, and they're like, yes. Yes, we're going to have a second season. And uh, cool. Yeah, it's an enjoyable cartoon. Why not? And then last, just in the Star Wars department, we just got a little bit of trivia, courtesy of Mark Hamill. Uh, he basically came out on Twitter and uh, let everyone know that because of a record heat wave in Eaglin when they filmed the original Star Wars and most of the pilots were only wearing the top half of their costume while they were sitting in the cockpits they were actually attacking the Death Star wearing shorts he said hashtag true story and great <laughs> I'm like when they first said you know that they were only wore the top half of their costume I'm like they free Luke free balling in an X-Wing but then they said shorts and I was like oh good because that's sort of gross if it's all sweaty and you know not not wearing any chones or shorts or anything like oh maybe only one person should ever have been in that X-Wing <laughs> you gotta worry about the threats from under yes you do so uh just fun that's that's cool i like little trivia pieces like that that's something i didn't know that i know now and good but uh that's enough uh star wars talk for uh this episode let's uh move on to flavor of the geek does it sound good to you all right good because that's what we're doing <laughs> but uh what else first off we can talk about the spider-man far from home teaser trailer or hey on the trailer park we just start off with the trailer park let's get it over visit cletus and his youngins here in the trailer park and then we'll move on sound good Woo! sounds good uh basically i wrote down my thoughts you know you get press conferences a la sam raimi i actually saw the press conference and was like hey they did that in the sam raimi films uh happy flirting with Aunt may awkwardly a great ramon song uh peter looks very pretty but uh it still does irk me every time i hear they hear i hear Zen, zendaya's character called mj uh nick fury hey um i like the new spider suit a whole bunch uh what else? Uh, I guess spoilers. Five, four, three, two, one. Real brief spoilers. I don't skip ahead crazy, but is that Sandman? Is that Hydro Man? Uh, then what? You get Mysterio, all Asgardian looking, but really just wearing some sort of armor over the old, old school suit. Uh, it is the cape pins and the greenwood goodness of the costume that gives it away. That is from the comics. And then uh, the quote of the trailer from Flash Thompson. He looks out for the neighborhood. He has a dope suit, and I really respect him. 
what's up dickwad <laughs> which i put on twitter basically describes how a lot of at least males when if you're ever like complimenting a friend or something like some real good buddies and you're like dude they're just a good dude you know you can count on them they're fun they're responsible they're funny and then like your buddy shows them and you're like what's up what's up douche nozzle <laughs> what's up dick face or whatever it is whatever the uh the the thing is and this flash is not like saying that like of course that uh peter is his uh is his buddy the whole point is like he he admires spider-man but he doesn't like peter parker because he doesn't know and that, that's funny and there's there's humor to it for sure that is that is the whole point and it's it was a really great line it was funny but to me it makes me think of 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 sometimes my friends it does <laughs> uh what else there also was a teaser trailer for ghostbusters this is from director jason reitman a big surprise to many a couple days ago um i really can't say my thoughts better than i did on laugh it up fuzzballs facebook group plug 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 uh, so what I was like a barn and Ecto one. This literally is a nostalgic hype video and it worked sort of. And then it's, I was like, you know, spooky barn, flash, 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 supernatural stuff, tarp, Ecto one. Okay. That's it. You know, there's, there's not much there. It's, it's working off your nostalgia and giving you Ecto one. I really liked my buddy, John, Darth, John was like, is this where they combine the male and female universes? And I don't think that's what they're going to do. I think that, uh, although I don't think that lady ghostbuster movie was bad. Uh, I thought it was much, much better than people said it was, but, um, I don't know. I think they probably just want to let, let that lie and, uh, do its thing. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We don't we don't really know that much more. We just know Jason Reitman, and uh, maybe we'll get Bill Murray. Maybe we'll get Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis. No, you're not gonna get. Oh well, yeah, yeah, you'll get Harold Ramis. But uh, Egon, no Egon, and that makes me sad. Um, but yeah, so so Ghostbusters, they're doing their thing. What else we have? Uh, a very Spidey Christmas on Apple Music and Spotify, and uh, man, it. <laughs> It's so if you if you watched into the Spider Verse, you uh, you you actually got to uh, oh no so I'm actually crap uh, no Harold Ramis and that's what it was. It's Harold Ramis has passed away, so uh, it actually I'm sorry now I'm sad because I I'm like I'm multitasking and I'm always like farting around with things while I'm I'm talking about there because I'm a bit ADD, but uh. Yeah, oh man, I totally derailed myself there. That's that's a sad face. That's a sad face. But um, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> derailed and sad and thinking about all the Ghostbusters. So sad. Sometimes you just gotta take the moment. And be like, man, it's sad, it's sad that he's gone. So, uh, hey, once again, he's been dead for a while, but yeah, yeah. But you know, the 1984 for um for uh, 1984 Ghostbusters movie coming back is it could be fun. I think uh, I think it could be good if they if they do that. Of course, Harold Ramis did do was one of the writers of the original. Um, but you know, it, it, it'd be fun to get, get these guys back and, uh, Oh, Ernie Hudson is the name that I haven't, haven't said good old Ernie Hudson as Winston. So yeah, that's uh we'll get, we'll get Winston. We'll get Peter Bankman. 
we'll get Ray back, but um, Egon, no Egon, sad. Um, and don't replace him. Don't replace him. Uh, just figure it out. Or get, you know, do the crossover like John said. Just get Thor. Get Thor. Get a hilarious, hilarious uh, Thor back, back into uh, into the movie. But what was I going to say? Oh yeah. So a very Spidey Christmas on Apple Music and Spotify. Um, if you watch Into the Spider Verse at the very end, there is a a recorded by uh, not Chris Pratt. What's his noodle? Chris Pine. Star Trek, because I was like, one of the Chris's, but, uh, you know, recording as Spider-Man, you know, Spidey Bells, Spidey Bells, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, but uh, there was this entire, like, it's an entire Christmas album, and it's a joke, but you can listen to A Very Spidey Christmas with a lot of Spider-Man-themed Christmas songs on Apple Music and Spotify. Now, I don't do either one of those things, I don't do Spotify, I don't do Apple Music, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, you can uh you could listen to the song and listen to it. Let me know. Let me know how it sounds. It's something I'm interested in that uh I wanna leave myself a note like, hey, you should listen to this, but I just haven't found a free way and I don't like stealing off the internet. So uh yeah, there you go. Uh oh man, Aquaman still making all all of the money. All of the all of the Benjamins. Man, two hundred million domestic after two weeks in the in the box office. Currently, it's uh, four point five million short of hitting three hundred million, and people expect that it's going to make that this weekend. Uh, and then with this international take, oh my goodness, as of this recording, one point zero four billion dollars. No matter what you think about the Aquaman movie, no matter what you think about what Thor, although I think it was a fiercely enjoyable movie, a lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, especially overseas, uh, 300 million in the states is not bad, but uh, getting another, you know, 700 million plus uh, in, in overseas, like they love it, they love it. Uh, James Wan did great, and they're gonna make another one, and good, good, please. Although you did use up two of your best villains, so we shall see what you do in the future. Uh, CW, the CW officially ordered a Batwoman pilot, although we, they already talked about that, that they're going to do Ruby Rose as Batwoman. They're going to have her premiere on the, on the crossover. It was cool. It was fun seeing Batwoman. They did a good job and that they were, if people liked it, they were going to do the show, but they're already planning to do the show. They knew people were going to love it and they're going to do it and it's representation and good, good. Although man, it just means a lot, a lot of superhero shows. There's already five, you know, Black Lightning, Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow and Arrow. So uh, that that that's another that's a six. So we'll see. But you know, Arrow's been going on for a long time, and that has been the Batman show that doesn't include Batman. That, that we're not talking Gotham. That's garbage. Maybe I'll get to that. But <laughs> yeah. So uh, maybe maybe Arrow wraps it up, and then you get Batwoman taking his place because uh, Arrow's been on the longest. We shall see. What else in other news? Oh, yeah. This newsflash, Danny the Deuce. I'm talking to you, Danny. I know you listen. You were wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. Uh, I actually texted him and told him. I'm a little miffed at you, but he said that Titans was going to be on Netflix January 11th. And other people said, no, I think that's international only. And I was like, no, maybe it is. And on January 11th, I was sick. I was home. I put it on. Didn't happen. I went to a news source. It said midnight on January 11th. And I was like, that already happened. But okay. Midnight, January 12th. No. Not not on Netflix. Uh, DC Universe is not folding that fast. Uh, internationally, if you're an international listener, yeah, and you do Netflix, you probably can't watch Titans. It's probably right there for you. Let me know. If you're an international listener and it's right there for you, please let me know. Sam, my, my, my British friend, let me know. 
Can you watch Titans there in uh, merry old England? Can you? Let me know. But uh, yeah, so Danny, wrong, 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 wrong. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, but I'm not as mad as you about when you, as you spoiled Batman's Wedding. And uh, then you said you were mad at me about a spoiler from a trailer. So uh, that made us even, but we're not even anymore. Wookie 2, Danny 1. Moving on. According to MovieWeb, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot is going to begin production and filming towards the end of this year. Uh, this comes from producers Andrew Fromm and Brad Fuller when they're fielding questions for A Quiet Place at the Critics' Choice Awards. So, uh, yeah, I, put, I threw that up on uh, Laughing at Fuzzballs. Got, got a couple comments. A lot of us with trepidation. Of course, we want a good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Of course, the shit we loved when we were kids. We want goodness. Uh, we don't want the Michael Bay movies. We want we want good. We want it. We want it. We want it now. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's happening. So, hopefully, it is good. But <laughs> oh, my God. That out, out of the gutter or out of the out of the sewers or out of the shadows or whatever that second hot flaming piece of dumpster fire was. Uh, it can't be much worse than that. Really can't with that awful crang and miss bad bebop rock steady. Just horrible. I got all boss ass. I think it's so bad. He's so good to the planet. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, I think that's actually out on Blu-ray right now. I should probably pick that up. Anywho, it uh, might actually be even more important to the MCU than you think because... With uh, news that the Black Knight is reportedly on his way to the big screen, uh, it has been rumored that his origin will be mysteriously connected to the quantum realm. And of course, that Black Knight movie was uh, the news that there was going to be a Captain Britain and Black Knight movie, which Danny's very excited by. It really, really gets his uh, geek fire going. Uh, I, I know who the Black Knight is uh, with his sword. I know who Cam Britain is. Captain Britain currently with his beard. Oh, I love it when they have beards. Nightcrawler with beards. Swamp Thing with beards. Hulk with beards. Everybody with beards. Captain America with beards. Bearded, bearded, bearded. I like it. I like them fuzzy. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so uh, in the quantum realm, heck, that, that's how you could use that to bring in Fantastic Four. You can use that to bring in whatever it is you want to bring in. So cool. Yeah, right on. And uh, they did go quantum official. Although they went quantum with Ant-Man, if we if we were the very first one. Uh, they totally did. Uh, and uh, But they, they really, really did, like, exploring it in uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. That movie's great and hilarious, and I really do need to go out and purchase it, or hopefully it'll be on Netflix. I need to look that up, too. But, uh, yeah, um, it uh, that's that's totally cool. Totally cool, my friends, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, but, you know, I, I, I yeah, lots of cool stuff in the quantum realm, and uh, the Black Knight movie, sure. I mean, we, we, we're we going to need some new heroes. You can't just keep doing, like, sequel after sequel after sequel. You know, of course, Captain Marvel's going to probably make all of the money. And then, uh, though you get Captain Marvel 2 and, of course, Doctor Strange 2. And you want a Black Panther 2. You're already getting the Spider-Man Far From Home, which is the second Spider-Man movie there. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I just, while I was vamping, looking a new on Netflix in January 2019. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Incredibles 2, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. So, friends, it might already be on the Netflix. Might might already be here's coming soon. <laughs> it's already January 19th, friends. Here we go. Here, you can get quantum, quantum, and experience the quantum. You can quantum tunnel into your Netflix and see see what's there. And also, you can watch uh, Punisher Season 2. 
plug, plug, plug again. Uh, currently watching, I think Danny has like two episodes left. I've only watched three so far. But uh, not talking about it here other than in the three episodes I enjoyed it. Uh, but Neutsch, Neutsch, Neutsch. Neutsch, 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 because Jay and Silent Bob reboot is in the hizzles. Mother, mother truck, mother, mother truck, mother, mother, mother truck. Neutsch, Neutsch, Neutsch. Finally, you know, Kevin Smith has been talking about talking about this uh this movie uh coming out you know the sequel to jane silent bob strike back and uh yeah please 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 let's enjoy us some uh a sequel and it's gonna gonna make fun of 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 the fact that things get rebooted and that they make sequels and it's gonna be meta and great and wonderful and have jane silent bob and kevin smith's humor and uh, but not not fat Bob, skinny Bob, and uh, so no fat jokes, just skinny jokes, and that could be interesting. I just love Kevin Smith. I love almost everything he does. I listen to him so often every week. There's something, some product of his that I'm consuming. Although he doesn't make me consume it for money, he does he puts them out for free. Man, he's generous. And then he puts out a movie, and I'm more than happy to give him my ducats so I can enjoy the movie. And uh, with them already, you know, filming and everything, we could get Jane Silent Bob reboot this year. Yes, woo. I'm excited. I'm actually really, really excited. So, noich, noich, noich. Jane Silent Rob reboot in the his house. Uh, what else? Um, actually, I found uh, somebody sent me this. Uh, the MCU page, so like the Wikipedia page about the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, for Loki says that uh, now instead of like just talking about like his villainous turn and all that, it actually says that he was controlled by the Mind Stone. And I saw a bunch of articles after I was looking for it about people being like, ah, oh, this is lame. This is them like de villainy or, you know, taken down some of the villain attributes of Loki, you know, since the Mind Stone was able to control other people like Dr. Selvig. Um, and, uh, so that, that the Mind Stone was controlling him a bit, you know, you know, sort of, some people were saying maybe because of the Loki show that's coming out, they want to, they want to do the whole hero turn. Although he's had, you know, little heroic moments like in the movies as he, as he's popped up, uh, and in the comics, sometimes Loki does some evil shit just, uh, to do good things for people. Like Loki's the person that brings the Avengers together with his assholery more than once. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. I guess I should probably have like a guest on at some point and talk about it, or uh, if or put it, drop it in the comments here. You know what you think about like Loki being controlled by the Mind Stone, Ryan. I know you're really good at listening and actually like following through with like the comments about it. I I don't know. I don't think it's impossible. I mean, it's a freaking Infinity Stone, and to I'd be mad about like the power of an Infinity Stone, like you know, like controlling. Like I would I would submit that freaking uh ronan the accuser like he, he was a dick and like he really like had it had it against like you know the nova core world but when uh when he got the power of the infinity stone like he was working for thanos then all of a sudden he's got the power of the infinity stone and then he's like f you thanos like i'm doing my thing i'm destroying i don't care what you think and like we've all met thanos like thanos isn't just somebody where you're like screw you bub you know <laughs> like even when you're like we have a hulk thanos is like oh let him play squidward says let him play like uh, so, you know, for, for, uh, for Ronan to just be like, no, like, yeah, like you get, you get that power. And, uh, I think Thanos actually like controlled himself like pretty remarkably considering like he kept getting more and more power maybe the gauntlet like helped him from some of that in some way, but uh, it's interesting. 
why not? It is definitely interesting. Uh, there are rumors of Adam McKay possibly directing a Silver Surfer movie. That uh, that it, <sighs> Norn Rad, please, yes, now, okay, right now. I I don't I don't care. You know, Smurfette directing a Silver Surfer movie. Uh, um, uh, kid from film school. I have no clue about directing a Silver Surfer movie. Although you don't want to have, you do want to have names like associated with it, where you have like a bit more faith in like the quality of it. So I guess I don't just want to see the Silver Surfer fan movie. But uh, I do. I think uh, I think that'd be cool. Adam McKay, right on uh, the Big Short. You know, he's a good director, and and why not take his take his turn? Like give some of these directors that haven't taken their their walk down the. Uh, the comic book thing, I think uh, James Wan, like having so much financial success with his Aquaman movie, uh, honestly, you know, he's he's not he's a horror director and uh, not a horror. I guess I should that clear. He's not not making them kind of movies. Not even making one X, let alone three. Just making them R movies, you know, R. And now he's making the PG thirteen with the Aquaman. Anywho, um, give other directors a shot. Why not bring them bring them into this world? Let them see. You know, you get you get Shakespearean directors doing the very first Thor, and that movie is great. Uh, and then you know, coming in and saving movies. You know, Ant Man with multiple directors. Uh, sometimes directors don't work out. Sometimes you have Lord of Miller situations with a solo. Uh, sometimes you have <laughs> all the DC problems for everything, everything but Aquaman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> but Rogue One, you know, sometimes you just give directors shots. Why not? Uh, let them let them have some of the ducats to make good things. And please, please, the point is, make a Silver Surfer movie and do Galactus right. And uh, yes, yes, I would be very thrilled if this Fox acquisition gets me a good Silver Surfer movie. Uh, with with going back to Planet Hulk and the Silver Savage or whatever I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, Into the Spider Verse, which uh, me me Danny Blue have all said is a great movie. Uh, actually, had Danny not seen it as of as of when we did our top fives, I think that actually rings a bell. But I've talked to him since, and he agrees it's a really great movie. Make it into his top five. Although he was a little mad at me when I said Runaways would not be in my in mine. I don't. Anywho. Uh, it won a Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature, and it deserved it because it was the best animated feature of last year. It was. So there you go. Uh, apparently, also, there was uh, when people have like seen Spider-Verse, Genki, of course, is a character that uh, is Miles Morales' best friend. But, of course, if you've if you watched uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, you know that uh, that Peter Parker has his own has his own Genki, you know, so... Uh, the reason that there wasn't a lot of Genki in Into the Spider-Verse is, uh, is just literally because Ned is in, in Spider-Man Homecoming. He is ripped off completely from Genki and they just didn't want confusion because Sony did, did do the, uh, the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse movie and also is, is the film company doing Spider-Man Homecoming and Spider-Man Far From Home. So maybe when they do more Into the Spider-Verse, they'll be more Genki. Maybe, maybe they won't. I, you know, just we shall see. But literally, that's why you just got the little, little glimpses of Genki of Into the Spider-Verse. But I actually think it was perfect. He didn't, he didn't need to, need to be in that movie anymore. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, I think that, that all makes perfect sense. And, uh, I really, really actually enjoy Ned in, uh, in the movie. And, uh, 
Yeah. What? What? I don't. I really don't know what else to say. I guess I'm just vamping for vamping's sake. But um, what else do we have here in the news department? Time flying by. We've got um. Uh, Let's see, Nicolas Cage. Oh, it was also in the Spider-Verse, I guess, just more Spider-Verse news, that when they were doing the casting for lead actors in Sp- into the Spider-Verse, uh, Nick Cage was uh, was the first person cast. And, well, he's a big get. He's a big get to have there in the voice, and he did a very good job as Spider-Man Noir. Uh, we've got The Hollywood Reporter uh, reporting. <laughs> the reporter reporting. That's funny. Uh, that Matt Reeves' Batman is going to start shooting this fall. I'm sure there's going to be more news that comes out for that. Why not? I think that'd be fun. Uh, also, we've got the Venom Rider along with the lead cast. For Venom are all confirmed to return for the sequel. Duffface has made something like $800 million worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> Sony liked the money. They want to make more of the money. I don't, shouldn't say it with Asian accent. I'm not trying to be racist. But they want to make more money. And they're going to do so. They're going to do so, friends. Uh, so, yeah. that That is awesome all of uh, the news the news to be talking about so uh yeah well my goodness 52 minutes of wookster talking and uh and a uh, lot more to talk about there's there's television and whatnot friends i uh, actually don't think i want to make this an hour and a half uh episode uh maybe maybe there will be a second part if uh if i decide that i want to uh do all of the the small screen television stuff and comics because uh there is a lot of television like literally like i was saying i was sick for six days and uh what i did was i read comics and i watched television and uh <laughs> yeah i watched a lot i finished uh runaway season two i binged through the entire thing i'd only watched like three or four i don't forget how many episodes but i rewatched episodes several times i watched all of happy season one um which i enjoyed i watched uh, all of the good place uh i realized that i was re-watching rick and morty and i was like man i, I watched the entire season one to three of rick and morty and i didn't talk about it on the podcast i went back and i watched uh, some more marvel's agent carter uh, which I've seen the entire seasons of, and then uh, caught up on all of the television show, including the Deadly Class show that's out. Um, so there's episodes of Deadly Class and Gifted and uh, Gotham. Oh, brah. Let me tell you about Gotham when I do. Uh, and then, of course, The Flash had an episode and Rebels had an episode. And then in the comic department, like, man, there were trades that I had, that I'd already read. But uh, there is there's a butt ton of comics where I literally was looking at it. And I was like, man, I'm gonna need to break this up across like five episodes. There's so much. But maybe here's what we do: we finish this episode 127, and then uh, just gives you a solid hour, or so um, a little bit less than an hour of stuff to talk about. And then uh, maybe I come back with a bonus episode where I throw in the TV, or maybe I just save it for next week. I on as of this moment. Right now at 1.50 p.m. on the 19th of January, I've not decided. I do know I have to work at 3.15, so I have to end this. <laughs> and I, I don't want to come back, and I want to get it up. Although this probably won't go up until Sunday because I don't know that I have the time right now. I had to go jump in the shower and, and get ready to go to work. I don't have the time right now to uh, to put it up. But it'll when I get home from work, it'll go up, which will be, oh, God, I won't be home until like 1.30 in the morning. But it, it'll be up. Either either uh, one thirty in the morning, you're like it's two fifteen. Wookie kept his word, or it'll it'll pop up like whenever I wake up before I go spend time with my lovely Heather and my boy. 
Uh, anyways, friends, thank you for being here with me. Thank you for for diving into my unstable, making no sense when I got sad about Harold Ramis. Uh, thank you for listening to me ramble about my family and geeky news and Star Wars news and my thoughts and just uh, thanks, thanks for being here. You know, they're they're uh, this is adulting. This is adulting, and this is also. Uh, this is what a uh, a dragon monkey looks like, and if you don't know what a dragon monkey is, it's just me being silly. Like I am the dragon monkey. Uh, Heather Heather said to me some cute. Like I'm I was born in year of the monkey. She's born in year of the dragon. One of my one of my kids was also born in year of the dragon, which I think is really cool. That's like the lucky uh, Chinese zodiac year to be born at. But because because we are apes together strong, that means our signs are together too, and that makes me the dragon monkey. And the whole point of that. Me even saying in the first place is sharing the geeky things that you love with the people that you love and uh, just enjoying your life, but enjoying it with other people. And uh, friends, thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being classy. Thanks for being you. Thanks for listening to me just ramble on with all the things. Congratulations on completing uh, Laughing Up Fuzzball number 127. Uh, this is adulting and or I am the dragon monkey. <laughs> I don't I don't know what I'm gonna tell it as of now. A decision will be made at some point. Uh and uh or this is Dragon Monkey Adulting. <laughs> Maybe that is the ultimate winner. As much as it makes me chuckle and as much as I see someone would look at that title and be like, What? Uh yeah, I, I sometimes that's just the reason there's a title like that. Because uh, it makes me laugh. But uh, hey, friends. Thanks. Thanks. I love doing the podcast. I love having you listening. Uh, however many of you that are out there. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back more. Next week, there'll be more. It'll be sometime on the weekend. Or maybe there will be a bonus that, that drops in the middle of the week. It just depends. Next first day of grad school isn't terribly hard. In fact, uh, only one of my classes meets next week because of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Uh, so... And next week's not going to be crazy. Maybe even me and Danny are going to get together and uh, and record something. I'm not sure. We were going to record yesterday, but uh, my daughter came down from uh, L.A. into the Orange County area and uh, spent time with her, being a good dad. And Danny's a good friend. Let me let me hang out with my, my family. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll see. There is more to come. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's good enough. So, yeah. Uh, I'll sign off. Thanks for being classy. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being excellent. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes. And uh, TTFN Wookie out.